even when your arms are burning, like you still take another stroke and then you take another and you just like keep going. And I think like applying that in terms of treatment, like I, I was so mentally prepared, like, even though I didn't know it, like I was so mentally prepared to go through everything that I've gone through because of swimming and because of sports and just like learning those lessons that like, no matter what is going on, like you just take the next step and then you take, and then after that, you'd worry about the next one. and welcome to Train to Endure, a dialogue around the interconnection between faith, sport, and life. I'm your co-host, Abby Kruger. And I'm your other co-host, Matt Margarone. So today we are joined by Emma Schaefer and Hope Reynolds, two seniors on the swim team here at Hope College. Um, Emma and Hope have walked through a lot together this past year, and their story has been just a source of encouragement and hope to so many of us here Um, So we're really excited to just have the opportunity to talk to them today. Um, So Emma and Hope, thank you guys again so much for joining us today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having us. Today, our subject is about faith, friendship, and sports, and how teammates, um, when centered on the same things, can really uh, help us become better and more excellent in all that we do. Uh, As we talk about in this podcast, we're training to endure, training to endure life, training to endure in sports. And uh, we think that Hope and Emma's story is one that you guys will want to hear. So welcome. Um, yeah, great. So Hope, you have had a pretty crazy ride these last few months and some of us are familiar with your story and I'm sure a lot of us are not. So could you just kind of give us a glimpse into what these last six months or so have looked like for you? Yeah, for sure. I can kind of give you like all the details that will clarify the story a bit. So it was probably like mid-July when we first noted noticed like some changes and I say we because like we were getting changed to swim meet in the summer and Emma noticed some changes and like you're kind of joking about it at first it's just like wow that's really weird um and I kind of just brushed it off and wasn't worried about it and then middle of August I kind of it was getting worse and I was like wow this is really weird like I should probably like actually talk to someone about it um And so I called my mom, it was actually on her birthday, August 31st and told her about it. And she was like, okay, well, I think you should set up a meeting with your primary care physician. So I did a virtual appointment with her. Um, And even then, like, it was still like, this is just a weird thing. Like, I'm sure it's absolutely nothing. Um, I had been sick like a week before, like throwing up, I had headache, migraines, and just like, wasn't eating very much for like about a week. Um, and was really struggling like with training and stuff like energy wise. Um, so I was kind of just talking to my doctor about that and then mentioned like the changes I had noticed with my breasts, like kind of as like a, like on the side note. Um, and she wasn't really worried about it, but she ordered a mammogram. Um, but because I'm so young, they actually don't even do mammograms for people my age. So I had an ultrasound done instead. And that was on September 9th. Um, and they found a 4.8 centimeter by four centimeter mass. And they still were just kind of like, wow, the chances of this being cancer are so little because you're so young. So we're really not too worried about it, but we're going to do a biopsy anyway. So I had that done on Friday, September 11th. Um, and I like, remember that weekend, like Emma's mom came and went out to breakfast. Like it was kind of just like a normal weekend. We studied for an exam together. 
Um, and then Friday I had a PT school interview and the doctors mm-hmm. Monday. Yes. Sorry. Monday morning. Um, and the doctor was calling me while I was in the interview and I wasn't answering. Um, but then I called her afterwards and like, I just kind of knew like based on the tone of her voicemails and like, she had called me twice already. So I just like, I knew it wasn't good. Um, so I like patched my parents into the phone call and that's where we got the original diagnosis, um, which was that it was a grade three invasive ductal carcinoma and that my lymph node in my right like armpit had also tested positive for cancer. Um, and that they were like just running more tests to figure out more about the tumor, like just as much as they could. Um, but we still didn't have very many answers. And I was like on the phone crying outside of the Dow when Emma walked up and I, she was the only one that knew, like I had not mentioned it to anyone else on campus. Um, so she went in and got Tabor and like, I remember Tabor came out and just gave me like this big hug. He had no idea what was going on, but he just knew like it's, it's so serious. Um, so I told Tabor and Jolly that day, September 14th. Um, and my mom flew out that night. Um, and that was kind of like, we were just in shock at that point. We really didn't have much information and really no one knew. Um, but then that Tuesday, I swam my last practice with the team. And then right after I told the team, so that was like definitely really hard to tell them. Um, and then that was the, actually that night we did get some more information that my tumor was ER NPR positive, which means that it would be super responsive to treatments. Um, like their typical treatments that they would do for a tumor like that, which was like the first piece of good news that I had gotten, which was really nice. Um, And then I actually, I left really early that Wednesday morning. And the next time I came back to Holland was for leaks. So it was like a good six months. Um, That Thursday I met with my surgeon and he was kind of like the head of my team of doctors. And he just, he gave me the diagnosis and just kind of went over like the basics of what treatment would look like um, and then set me up with an oncologist. And that was kind of where we took it from there. Um, and then I started hormone treatments that Saturday because the chemo that I was doing would make it like very unlikely that I could have kids naturally. Um, so I did hormone treatments for two weeks and then they did an egg retrieval surgery after those two weeks. Um, and in that span of two weeks, I also had my port placed. Um, and then the Tuesday after my egg retrieval surgery, I started chemo and I did eight rounds of chemo. The first four were one kind of medicine and the second four were another kind of medicine. And I did it every other week, um, which was quicker than they usually do for breast cancer patients, just because I was so young they thought I would tolerate the treatments a lot better. And luckily I did Um, the first four rounds were kind of rough just because it like, it completely wiped out like my red blood cell count. So I was anemic and just really low on energy. I would be really nauseous for a few days, like just sleeping a lot, um, not being able to work out, which was like hard for me. Um, but the second four rounds of chemo got a lot better. Um, and then after I finished my last chemo on January 12th, I met with my surgeon and my plastic surgeon and my double mastectomy was scheduled for February 12th. So I had my surgery that day. Um, and the hope team had a meet that day. And I remember like talking to them, I was like, I hope I'm awake in time to watch it, which I wasn't, but I did get to call her that night. So that was nice. Um, and then, yeah, so three weeks later (laughs) I swam at leagues and then the week that I got back 
from leagues that Wednesday I started radiation, which I will be doing 25 treatments and it's Monday through Friday for five weeks. Wow. And we're in week three, entering into week three. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've done eight treatments so far. Eight treatments of 25. Well, Hope, thank you for joining us in the middle of that and for being so incredibly vulnerable and honest about your journey. Um, and Emma, for joining us too. Hope, um, what, what was it like... You obviously, to be a senior swimmer on the Hope College swimming team, have spent your whole life in the pool, out of the pool training, um, putting yourself to this extreme shape where you can swim and compete at high levels. Uh, You're 22, is that right? Is that how old? 23, 22, 23? Uh, I turned 22 at the end of April. Yeah, so... Yeah, 21 years old, swimmer. What was it like to hear kind of, I mean, that first conversation with Emma where she's noticing something and and then you're like, oh man, something, something might be wrong with me and I'm 21 years old. What was that like for you to kind of process that information? I think like at first, like I really, like it wasn't even like that I thought nothing was wrong. Like it just like, there was absolutely no thought in my mind. Like I didn't think about it. Like it, it just wasn't a problem. It just didn't like, it just wasn't a thing. And then once I brought it up to my mom um, and she was like, well, you should perform like a self exam. And that was when I really started to notice that there was quite a large mass. And then I was like, I was like, wow, this is kind of weird. Um, but again, I was like, wow, I'm so young. I'm healthy. Like health has always been something I've always prioritized too. And I think that that was one of the things that was most shocking was like, there's absolutely like, I cannot attribute my cancer to any cause because my genetic test came back clear. I was in like, probably like, even with COVID, like probably the best shape of my life. Like I told Emma the other day, like I would run five miles every morning. Like I was swimming, um, like I always like prided myself on eating healthy just cause I knew how important it was. I think it was just like, like still, it was like, wow, this is just like a weird thing, but like, it's, it's nothing to be concerned about. Um, and then I think like getting the diagnosis at first, my only thought was, wow, I don't have time for this. Like <laughs> I, I was applying to PT school, like season was, we had our first official, or I think it was our second official practice, but like season was really starting the next day. I was three weeks into my first semester of senior year. I was like, I, I don't have time for this. But then once I like started to think about it, I was like, like the odds of a 21 year old having breast cancer, especially to the extent that I did, it was just like, holy cow, like how did this happen type of thing? But um, yeah, I think it was, it was just a shock. And it like, still, I don't even know if it feels real to me yet. I mean, it's like month seven of this and I'm just like, yeah, it's not, it's not real. Like I'm fine. But yeah, I would say it was just like a shock. Wow. And I can't imagine what that shock is, but you've been like so persistent and just taking one step at a time and dealing with it. And um, it is kind of out of nowhere, right? I, I can't imagine Emma, your roommate, friend, swimmer, competitor with Hope and 
I just heard this for the first time that you were part of the story of actually noticing it and then going through this journey from the very beginning, right? Um, what was that? What's that been like for you? Because um, you're like, you're basically parallel story to her, right? You're the swimmer, you're a roommate, a friend, and she, you notice this and then you, she goes home to Pennsylvania and you're here at Hope um, journeying alongside at the same time. What, what has this been like for you? It was definitely quite a shock, kind of like Hope said. Um, I think that, I, I don't know, I feel like there was like an unspoken knowledge after the biopsy um, of like, all right, this is a legit possibility and like this, this is like, this could happen type of thing. Um, and like she said, when she found out on Monday, I was like walking up to her from the dial and I was like across the street and I knew like right then just kind of like her back was to me originally and like, I could just tell by like her mannerisms, like kind of what, what happened and like what the phone call was about. Um, so like, I was very shocked um, at first and I'm not really a crier emotional. So like, I was like, all right, obviously this is all about hope. Um, and so like for those three days it was that she was there for the last couple of days, it was like, what, like, what can we do to like have these last three days, like be the best that they can possibly be. Um, especially cause there was like so many unknowns as far as like, when she would come back and stuff like that, um, kind of like if at that point, we, there was like not really a whole lot of knowledge. Um, and then like after she left, I think it like really hit me um, as far as like, I don't know, just like the gravity of the whole situation. And then like not having her there, um, we shared a room like literally the last three years straight. So like having her not there and like was really hard. Um, I didn't stay at her house at first for a little while and like just kind of like transitioning back into like, I don't know, finding like a new routine and like learning how to do it like without hope, I guess is different. Um, like from like going to practice together in the morning to like, I don't know, like literally everything. So it was just a strange, it was a hard time for me and like knowing what she was going through, like so far away and like away from her like peer support system. Like, yeah, she was with her family and everything, but like and especially with like COVID and stuff like that, like pretty like shut off from everyone. Um, it was like her and her parents and her sister here and like not a whole lot of like interaction with like her peer support system. So like that was hard to like know, like she was kind of like here um, without like a lot of people around her and like the support obviously was there like from like cards and gifts and like texts and things like that, but like not in person and like um, yeah, so like that was difficult. I think like the distance that was like the first time like the distance like really sunk into me like wow she's really far away from whole college like um, so yeah I, it was it was a hard time and like having like the support system at Hope like that was like really like what changed that time like I thought about like going to a big school and like what I would be doing in this time and like versus like a small school at Hope and like the community that like just like the outreach from people was really crazy um from like teammates to like I said earlier like administrative individuals and like professors especially like mm -hmm. especially professors that we had together like just like how they like offered me like support and stuff like that and like would text here and there um just like on a random day like thinking about you praying for you or something like that like meant a lot because obviously like I wasn't the one with cancer I hope was like the focus was on her and it as it should be but like just the thought that like people were thinking about me like also like meant so much in like that time of like readjustment and yeah this is like the first time I feel like you're hearing this um yeah it was is a hard transition and like practice was the time where I could like go and like not think about it I felt like um 
because like other times, like there was times where like we wouldn't be in the same practice or like in the same lane doing the same thing. So like that was more normal to like not be together there. But then like, I felt like it was a constant reminder, like at our house, um, just like our room that like she was no longer at was, was sad. And yeah, that was, that was a hard transition. Yeah. Uh, so you guys kind of touched on this in our conversation earlier, but um, can you talk just a bit about how like your friendship has grown and just been impacted um, just throughout your time in college? And then even specifically like in this past year, how has this uh, grown and just shaped and impacted your friendship together? Yeah. So over the past year, like um, we were kind of talking about earlier, but definitely like just getting deeper and like feeling more comfortable sharing emotions and stuff. And I feel like that has made it like just such like a much stronger friendship as well. Just like being comfortable to talk about that, um, which I feel like, like, I don't really do that with very many other people. And I don't think Emma does that with very many other people, like, especially not like that are our age. Um, so I think like our friendship has definitely grown a lot in, in that sense. Um, and I think just like, like, especially, like, as we're, like, I'm approaching graduation, um, and, like, Emma is coming back next year, but it's, like, just towards the end of the year, we're, like, thinking about, like, like, where we're going from here, and just, like, knowing that, like, our friendship will, like, it's gonna last, like, outside of hope is just, like, such a good feeling. It just, like, also, like, makes us think about, like, how far we've come, and, like, we've been through quite a bit together, and it's just, like, crazy, like, how, like, there have been some like bad times where we were not having a good time, but like we've had a lot of fun together, like even during those bad times. And I think that's just like an awesome part of our friendship. Like even when things are not the best, we're still having fun and like joking around and finding a way to like make light of a bad situation. Hmm. Wait. So as, as friends, you don't always get along. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, we always get along. Yes. No, we always get along. We, yeah. Definitely do have different personalities though. At times, yeah. yeah. But we we always know where each other is coming from. Like, yeah. I might say something, you'll be like, oh, that's just Emma. Or else she'll say something, I'll be like, oh, that's just hope. Like, yeah. organization. Yeah. yeah. I would say, like, <laughs> honestly, like, our friendship has probably grown quite a bit in that gr- regards too. Like, like, we have very different personalities, but I feel like my personality is becoming more like Emma's, and Emma's is like working her way towards mine, and now we're like meeting in the middle. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's a huge thing. I did not last and have the same roommate throughout college. And there's reasons for that. You know, sometimes I feel like friendships, it's like if you're on a road trip with the same person for too long, you get kind of sick of them a little bit. And that's, that's true. But to have you guys be able to journey and have this kind of, um, year with COVID and cancer and just swimming, the ability to swim at all be a gift, uh, probably has, has brought you guys together in different ways that you may have not in, in a different circumstance. So Emma, share a little bit about that too. You were about to say something. Oh, I was just going to play off of like kind of what Hope said and just like our friendship growing is like, as far as we, over the years, we got to know each other better and kind of like just I don't know like things that I would do because I like knew hope like yeah <laughs> wanted it that way <laughs> like organization of our room has really declined since she left <laughs> I like kept up because like I knew like hope like things organized so it was clean and like the day she surprised me was not clean um so yeah just like things like that and like getting to know each other better in like little areas and then as well as like growing deeper in our friendship like just I don't know. She's the person I know I can go to with literally anything. And she's 
gonna either solve the issue or yeah or it's just like someone to vent to and like literally anything like things that I wouldn't tell anyone else so and now you're together in Pennsylvania uh Emma you traveled back in the fall in October I believe and uh now you're back after swimming season has just kind of come to a conclusion and you decided to come back out during this radiation treatment time uh Hope tell tell us what that's like to have Emma visit and just come and see you on your turf um I mean it's been awesome to have her here and like it's just like we have so much fun like when we're together, especially now, like when we, we only see each other in like very short periods of time. So it's just like, like we don't sleep very much. Like we're just up like talking, like having, like just having fun and just like enjoying being with each other. Um, I would say it feels kind of like weird that Emma's in Pennsylvania. Cause it's just like, especially when she first came to visit, I was like, you've never been here. Cause like she lives closer to campus. So I've been to her house like for Easter and like throughout the summer and it's just like stuff like that. So I definitely, like feel like I don't know in my head I was like wow Emma's like a part of like my life and like even my family like Emma has been around my parents so often and she's met my sister before um she hasn't met my brother but like I feel like Emma's like a part of our family so like when she first came here and I was like wow I cannot believe that you have never been here before it was just like weird and I was like showing her around I was like you've never seen this place like um, but it was so much fun yeah and like it was just like those weekends the first one was a surprise and I like, I had absolutely no idea that Emma was coming and it was just like so uplifting. And it was during the first four rounds of chemo and I was kind of just like really struggling with that, like not having energy and just like, it was so early on in like the whole process. And I was like, wow, I can't believe like that my treatments are going to go on for like months and months longer than this. Um, so like, that was just like good to know that like no matter what was happening, like I still had Emma like there to talk to and just like have fun with. Um, and then like, even now, like, like, because I feel healthy, like, I feel like I can do everything, but it's so like rough being at home and like feeling like I'm missing out on stuff. So like having her here, it's just like, it makes me feel like I'm not missing out on as much as like a normal senior year would be. Like I still get to hang out with my friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And just to experience a bit of Hope's life and home and everything like that that's so cool um yeah so we'd like just love to hear a little bit about your guys's faith journeys and kind of specifically just the impact that the past year has um had on your faith and in your journey with that so could you each just share a little bit about that all right i'll start <laughs> um i think for me personally and then like in our relationship together. Um, I was praying a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Obviously, like, just the big transition, like, to being at school without Hope was something I was praying about. And then, like, obviously for Hope's health, um, that was huge. And a lot of people were praying for her about that. And, like, just, I think, like, the power of prayer is, like, really important. And so, like, I don't know, that just, like, helped me grow in my faith personally a lot. It's just, like, leaning into God in that time, um, really helped me. And then like in our relationship together, I think like, like hopes, I think you said earlier, um, like Bible verses, like sharing scripture together and then talking about God and just like the blessings that we saw in like little things and kind of like leaning into faith that wise or that, that way, um, 
was really important. I think like still finding like positive and like we, like you said, we were still able to joke about things um, and like just kind of like keep things in perspective with like that way. And then like growing together and like we went to church together, but like it wasn't really something that we talked about on a daily basis, um, like faith wise and stuff like that. So like getting deeper in that and like feeling more comfortable, like share and like work through scripture together and like just kind of like share how we saw God or in something and just like, I don't know, I think like talking about blessings and like just opportunities that were presented to us, like through circumstances were huge. Um, Just like, I don't know, things that like Hope has said, like being able to do online school in this situation because of COVID, like wouldn't happen in a normal year. So like seeing like blessings in other places um, and yeah, like now looking back on things, like realizing how much we've grown, um, like in November, that was definitely not something that I was thinking about, like, wow, this is like changing our friendship forever. But like now, like looking back on that um, and just thinking about and like seeing, being able to see like how we've grown so close, um, both through like our friendship and like in our faith journey individually and then together is like really cool to be able to take a step back now and like look at like, she's not done with treatment, but like just seeing how like this journey has brought us so much closer um, together and then like as well as closer to God. Um, yeah, I said like, yeah, so like, I, I mean, what Emma said too, like just like growing closer together and to God um, and like, just like being able to have someone to talk about like, and just like, I didn't have to put up any walls, so, like whatever we talked about, like, it was 100% like me and 100% Emma. Like there was no, like we weren't like pretending or like trying to be like sugarcoat things or stuff like that. So that was really nice to just like have someone to talk to about that and like faith and stuff like that as well. Um, and like, kind of like what Emma was talking about, like the blessings, like that has been a big part about it. Like not even just like looking at the positives because like sometimes it's like, yeah, the situation does kind of suck, but it's like just remembering that like, even when it's, it's not going that well, like God is on our side and like we have his support um, and Bible verses and prayer and just like conversations about faith has been, have been super helpful between us and also like with other people at Hope. Um, like that has helped me a lot personally. And like knowing that Emma had people at school that were like helping her as well, like helped me like know that she like had like that community. Um, and I think like personally too, like there are a lot of questions for me at first. Um, and I was really tempted to ask like, why, like, why would God give something like this to me? And that was something that was like kind of hard to come to terms with. Um, and I think just like prayer and also just my family is incredibly faith-based and like talking to my family about it helped a lot just in accepting that, like, I may never know why God decided to give this to me, but it's like, he did. And there's gotta be a purpose for it and just like embracing it. And then like using what I've gone through as much as I can to help others. And just like, just to like continue to do his, like God's work and like whatever he is asking me to do. So that has been really helpful. And I think like when I would get anxious about like all of my questions, like, is the treatment working? Is it going to continue to work? Like, is it going to come back in a year? And just like stuff like that, like having those super open, like conversations with God in my prayer, like has definitely helped me a lot. And just accepting that like a lot of my questions will go unanswered for forever, most likely. Um, and just like knowing that like 
that's okay that I don't have those answers has been super helpful, like in my faith as well. Man, um, thank you for your honesty regarding that hope. That is uh, incredibly honest and vulnerable. And when you say, I said honest twice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I just think you're... You're so, you've obviously been in process and um, it does suck. And you're 21 and the questions come up. The why questions have got to come up. And so it's not all just um, sunshine and roses. There's some hard, hard moments in the dark nights, I'm sure. Um, But to know and understand that you have a God that's with you to have a support system like your family, um, to have teammates like Emma um, and coaches and all sorts of people in your life that you know are with you, that's a huge thing. You know, I wonder, I'm thinking about this and this is just something that's coming up. Like, I wonder if you're all's definition of what a true teammate, we're talking about sports, um, if your definition of what a true teammate has changed a bit during this time. I would say, yeah. Um, I mean, I think with every team, you're going to have people that you're closer with and people that you're not as close with. Um, But I think like having a teammate to me, especially throughout my journey, it kind of has like been redefined to someone that, I mean, like Emma, like embodies the definition, like perfectly. It's something that is always there for you. Like, just like can kind of like sense like what you need and is going to like, just personally, like she like knows like what I need, like in each moment, which is really nice. Um, And just like someone that like is always there, like cheering you on no matter what. And I think like that has been like my teammates, like including Emma has been one of the most amazing support systems throughout all of this. And even like before cancer, I think that Hope College like is so unique in the sense that like, at least on the swim team, like there is no other like community like that, that I've ever experienced in my life where like, yeah, like you might not be best friends, but like, you know, that when you show up at the pool every day, like you are all there to support each other, like no matter what. And you know that everyone like functions differently, but like you learn how each individual will like act in that or like how they need support and stuff like that, which is just like throughout my four years on the whole college swim team, like they have always done like such a great job of supporting me. And like, I've learned how to support them. And just, I feel like we're all like very close, at least on the pool deck. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. I I've got another question. Um, and this is related to kind of our whole theme of our podcast is the idea of uh, we've been talking a lot about sports um, mirroring life and the training that we do in sports emotionally, physically, spiritually sets us up well to endure life circumstances. Um, how would you each of you say that your training in sports has helped you during this lifetime, um, during this season of your life to be able to go through it and keep your eyes focused on the right things. How do you think your athletics journey has helped you frame what you're going through now? I would say for me personally, um, I think that especially in this last year, um, ever, I guess ever since like the COVID shutdown, just being like 
very thankful for opportunities just in general, not necessarily like within sports, but like coming here this weekend, like super thankful to be able to have the opportunity to come and see hope. And then like, just like little things that kind of like, I don't know, like overlooked in the past, like just the opportunity to go to practice and be with my teammates, the opportunity to hang out with someone on um, a weeknight or something like that. And just has made me like appreciate that so much more. And like, I don't think that would have come without um, like the tie into sport, um, like, and through the shutdown and stuff like that, like being out of the water is very different. Like you can't, like when things were shut down, like you couldn't go swim. Like there was like, you could go out for a run, but you couldn't go get in the water. Like, so just like having that. And then this year, like with Hope's situation, I think that um, I realized like how, I don't even know how to describe this, but um, just like the, well, first of all, it was like more of an outlet for me, like being able to go and be with teammates and like, I don't know, it's kind of like a two hour period where you don't have to think about anything else. Like while you're there, you can't control what's going on outside. Like you can't worry about what kind of homework you have to do because like, you're not doing that then. Like you're, you're there to swim and um, to train. And then, so I think that that like has prepared me for outside of life as far as like just having like something that like is an outlet to not kind of like overthink things, just like being able to have an opportunity to like clear my head um, and just have something, whether that's swimming or not, or like just a conversation with hope. Um, and yeah, it's definitely helped me grow in relationships and just like see how like hard work pays off. I think that's one of the biggest thing in like determination um, in the future as like I go on into like a career, like think about like super far ahead and like, I don't know, whatever I end up doing, just like the fact that hard work will pay off in the end and just like dedication and perseverance in that has really come through like sports, um, both personally and like watching others as well, like seeing hope in this past year and like coming back and getting in the water and like, um, yeah, just like how that has this past six months has kind of like shaped it in particular. And I think like looking back um, my senior, my quote senior year since I'm coming back um, has like really changed my outlook on a lot of things as far as like things I never realized before. Like I've, even though I've been swimming for like 10 years, um, the things that I've learned in the last six months have like really shaped a lot of like my mentality towards things and like just how I look at things in life now. So. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with like all of that and kind of like specifically in terms of treatment, I would say, I have been swimming since I was four. So I think it's been like 17 years now, which is like, I think like two lessons that I like have taken away from swimming is that like one, like you just never give up. Um, and like swimming throughout my whole life, like your practices are painful. Like, <laughs> like they can be so painful to the point where you're like, what is the point of this? But like, even when your arms are burning, like you still take another stroke and then you take another and you just like keep going. And I think like applying that in terms of treatment, like I, I was so mentally prepared, like, even though I didn't know it, like I was so mentally prepared to go through everything that I've gone through because of swimming and because of sports and just like learning those lessons that like, no matter what is going on, like you just take the next step and then you take, and then after that, you'd worry about the next one. Um, so like that has definitely helped me a lot in terms of treatment. And then the other thing that I've learned throughout swimming and then specifically swimming this year was just like yes I am a swimmer but like that's not all I am and it was like at first it was really difficult to think about like 
because like, I didn't know when, or if I'd ever be able to swim again. And even like now, like now that I'm done, like my senior year, like I'm officially like a swimmer, like I'm like, I'll never be like a college swimmer again, but like, just be like accepting that that's okay. And like feeling comfortable in myself, like knowing that like that part of my life is kind of like over. Um, and like, that doesn't mean that it's not important to me, but it's just like that I'm okay without it was kind of like just eye opening for me throughout this whole year. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, just so cool that you've, I love that. Like each, each stroke you take, you just got to take the next one and in your treatments, like each, each treatment you face, like each part of this journey, just, you got to take one more step. And that's, yeah, that's such an amazing um, thing and just a cool way that you've applied that. Yeah. But Hope, Emma, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, yeah, your story is just so encouraging and inspiring and just such an important reminder that we need each other. We need our teammates. We need our friends. We need community to um, build each other up, to spur one another on and, and to endure. Yeah, um, your visual image of an early morning practice and you just, why am I doing this? You know, and one more stroke, one more stroke. I mean, that's training for life and training for, um, whatever we're going through. And the fact that you're in the middle of this and you can speak that with such clarity. Um, I also think about a God, a God who is with us. Um, not that bad things don't happen, and hard things don't happen, but we have a God who's with us. Uh, like Emma is with you and you hope are with Emma. Um, that when we're in difficult times, we need each other, cheering each other on. And you guys have embodied what it means to be um, teammates, followers of Jesus, people that are that great cloud of witnesses that are cheering each other on as you swim the race. Uh, and you guys are going to be swimming or swimming, whatever that is, for the rest of your life together. And uh, I think that's a beautiful, a beautiful story. So thank you so much for being with us for the Train to Endure podcast today. Uh, we really appreciate your honesty and just sharing the story. So thank you so much. Yeah.